0: Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful.
1: Hello, all you delicious deities, and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. Hey, I'm Leah, and this is Carla, and this is episode (laughs) 75. (laughs)
0: I feel like I want to introduce you, like the no like delight- <laughs> now, okay, <laughs> the bullet in China shop. Mm. delightful, hilarious, oh, yeah, delightful, creative. Guys.
1: I don't like. Beautiful. I don't like compliments. Blah blah blah.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: <laughs> vulgar s- granddaughter of Satan. <laughs> Come on crawled out of the nooks and crannies of her m- mom's coochie oh, <laughs> was like Bleh, the world anyways do you have a topic you want us to cover on the show we're here to serve you so get in touch with us with your ideas and we'll do our best to create some fun and edginal content to share we're always looking for stuff to talk about or maybe something taboo that you've yeah. thought of that you're like i wish somebody would say this out loud um and <sighs>
0: And you won't even have to pay Leah to do it. She'll say it for free. I'll just
1: fucking say it for free. That is so true. Um, And you can contact us through our links in our show notes or find us on Instagram and we'll get it out there uh in today's episode we're talking about invoking the directions we got to move away from the sex sometimes ladies this is an important component to many rituals where the practitioner calls in four five or seven directions into presence and protection and today we want to share more about why this ritual is important and give you some ideas on how you can incorporate invoking the directions into your next ceremony so let's begin with like telling everybody with what that means
0: Totally. So, first thing I want to say is, this might be your like sex ritual. So, it could we could, you know,
1: always finding the a sex. way. Always finding a way.
0: <laughs> That's right. Okay. So, when we call in the directions and their associated elements and symbols, what what we're doing in a ceremony is we're really creating a powerful invitation to co-create with elemental energies themselves. And so this has been a pretty important part of my practice. And it's an important practice for many um yeah, people who do ritual as well as witches. And we call these these aspects into presence with with the specific energies and powers that they have. And we also honor and thank them for their presence. So not only in the ceremony itself, but in our day-to-day lives. Because the idea being is that all life comes out of the four elements. And so we want to honor that, but also our own place as humans within the harmonic order of things. So when we create sacred space and we invoke the directions and the elements, we, we, in our ritual, we can really raise the power of that ritual or the circle, the circle or whatever it is we're creating. And we bring in this magical intent into the focus of what we're doing.
1: Yeah. And it also creates protection around you, keeping out all the bad juju so you can be safe.
0: Yeah, I think that that's actually really important um, to have that intention of protection, of um, making sure that only positive energies are contained within the ritual, uh, the circle um, of ritual. Um, You know, we sometimes can forget that, but we really want to be sure that only positive things are around. And, And of course, like the directions and the elements and all of the pieces that are associated with that have really strong, powerful energy. And positive energy. And so that's a really good way to just kind of maintain the integrity and safety of, of the magic that you're creating.
1: And of course, you found some different different traditions and cultures that uh, call in the directions. So let it rip.
0: <laughs> sure. So um, I think that a lot of people think that the invocation of the directions comes solely from Native American culture uh, in North and South America, which it is absolutely true that there are many traditions, indigenous uh, traditions that call in uh, the directions in very specific ways, but it's also found in many, many other traditions, such as uh, Celtic and pagan traditions, uh, Hinduism, Taoism, and others. Um, and probably there, you know, there's lots of tr- uh, traditions and cultures that, you know, I'm not even aware of that honor the the elements and the directions because Every culture is aware of the directions, right? They're aware of the sun rising and setting and um, the elements. All of those things are common to everybody. So I'm pretty sure that there are pieces of this that are embedded in cultures pretty much everywhere. So some traditions focus on the four cardinal points. So we have north, south, east, west, and then others bring in sky and earth, and then sometimes the self or the soul in the center Um, Other traditions might not work so much with the cardinal directions, but more with the elements. So air, earth, water and fire, and then sometimes also like the unseen element of ether. And today, though, for this podcast, uh, Lee and I are going to focus on invoking the directions from a Celtic and witchcraft perspective, because that comes from our own traditions um and that just feels like more comfortable for me to share but there's like so much information out there in internet land so if this is interesting to you want to learn about what other cultures do you'll be able to find lots of that information pretty easily
1: yeah and the celtic tradition um it's influenced by the wheel of the year and we typically begin with the north direction so what do you say about that
0: so so I'm going to just go through like each of these directions from from the Celtic tradition and this and how I typically use the invocations in this way. So I always begin if I'm doing this type of a, an invocation with the north and the north is the direction of the element of earth and it, it connects with the power of the body and its natural forms are rock, clay, sand and soil. And in human life, this is the physical dimension and the sensing realm. And there are different attributes that are associated with each of these directions. And this can kind of give you some ideas of if you're wanting to pull in some of these energies or uh, meanings into any ceremony you're doing. So the north is associated with the color green, uh, with the new moon, with the winter solstice and midnight ancestors, uh, belonging, ancient ones, guardians, wisdom keepers, the great mother, the crone and fallow time. So uh, it has like the energy also of winter. And um, yeah, all of that kind of the the darkness energy uh, is associated with north and um, yeah, that particular direction. So I'll also just share, I have like these, I have many invocations, but I just want to share kind of a brief invocation. So those of you that this might be new for, kind of have a sense of what that could look like. And I want to encourage you to just create your own thing that feels good for you. This is just an idea. So my invocation for the honoring of the North would be, we welcome the presence of the North and the element of earth, welcome ancestors we ask that you share your knowledge with us. We invite vast memories of our heritage now. We acknowledge the power of silence and darkness, which helps us turn inside and consult with the living masters within. Whisper your wisdom with us, winds of the north. Whisper. Whisper.
1: Whisper. It's now an ASMR show. So let's move to the
0: east. <laughs> this is an ASMR call. <laughs> Podcast. Oh, we could do a whole invocation like that. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted here. All right. It's Leah's whispering. It's so sensual and seductive Jeez. that I just want to went take off her. Crack. She wants to take her panties off. Take your panties off. We're moving to the east. That's the west, Leah. Panties oh, are the west. Fuck. Pardon me, picky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> panties could be any direction. Go for it. <laughs> I guess they'd be south because you'd be taking them down. down. (laughs) See, we're bringing sex into this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, time to be serious. (laughs) Reel it back in. So east is the direction of the element of air and relates to the power of the mind the natural forms, of course, are winds, the atmosphere, and the breath. And in human life, this is the the mental dimension and the thinking realm. And the attributes that are associated with the East are yellow, the waxing moon, spring equinox, sunrise, of course, birth, new life, new hopes, opportunities, uh, maiden energy, and monarchy. Um, and those of you not sure what monarchy is, is, that's menstruation. Out uh-huh. of oh, the start of menstruation, rather. Monarchy, um,
1: monarchy. Yeah, I know. Sounds like, like malarkey. malarkey. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that monarchy is such a malarkey. <laughs> uh, we can't even be serious if we oh. try. <laughs> I like that, though. Okay. So, the invocation that I've used to honor the East is we welcome the presence of the East and the element of air, welcome the direction of the rising sun. May we awaken our power to manifest, to create, to begin anew. May we take the time to get clear about our intentions. We acknowledge your power of vision, which helps us see the big picture and the necessary details of this dimension. Whisper your wisdom to us, winds of the east. Well, now we
1: are going to whisper into our panties as we come to the south. Come to the south with our panties, Jesus Christ. It's like we just did a bunch of acid before this episode. (laughs)
0: Oh, that'll sorry. be a bonus episode, listeners. <laughs> you have to pay a listen in. to that one. Yeah, have listen <laughs> to that. We're not going to jail for free. <laughs> All right. So the south is the direction of the element fire and uh, the power of action. Its natural forms are flames, lightning, and electricity. And in human life, this is the behavioral dimension and the doing realm. Attributes associated with the south are red, the full moon, summer solstice. Fertility, full bloom, um, abundance, beauty, sensuality, sexuality, erotic aliveness, full expression and desire. And then the invocation that I've used, honor the South. We welcome the presence of the South and the element fire. Welcome the powers of transformation and transmutation. May we recognize the habits, relationships and beliefs that no longer serve us and shed those things that are not in our highest good. We make space for the fire of passion and creativity to be expressed freely within and without us. Whisper your wisdom to us, winds of the south. yee and now we're going to the west. <laughs> Giddy up.
1: Giddy up.
0: Okay, so finally, the West. The West is the direction of the element water and the power of emotions. Its natural forms, are, of course, are like water bodies, like oceans, lakes, streams, rivers, wells, precipitation, and fluids in the body. Um, <laughs> the attributes that are associated with the West are blue, water, the waning moon, sunset, uh, the autumn equinox, harvest, dreaming, the wise woman, cleaning, reflection, completion, and memory. And the invocation that I've used for the West is we welcome the present of the West, sorry, the presence of the West and the element of water. Welcome the power of discernment and to be impeccable, in impeccable presence on this earth. May we be open to the lessons we need to learn about death and dying in the world beyond death. Help us to lovingly be guided back to essence. Whisper your wisdom to us, winds of the West.
1: And after these four directions, you could add in an invocation to ether, which is above and below and within. As above, so below. Just
0: just to clarify. So ether would be, it's sort of like the energy that is non-tangible. So um, it's, it's sort of, yeah, it's like the, the energy, the etheric energy, which kind of contains the essence of everything around us. That's non-tangible. Then you could also add the energy of above, like sky below Mm. earth, Um, And then often doing something related to within sort of the spirit of within. And just want to give a a couple of pointers on how to actually do this. So I I gave you little examples, but um, typically I invoke the directions pretty much almost at the beginning, like. I might do sort of a, a little bit like creating, casting the circle, and then I will immediately call in the, the directions and any guides or guardians that I want present in that circle. And I'll often turn in to face that direction. So one of the great things, if you don't have a compass on your phone, it has a, it has a compass on there. And so just turning to face the actual direction. Uh, at the outset when you're invoking the directions, and then you move into the rest of your ritual because you've created that safety, you've called in all of those protective elements, and then you're ready to do whatever next steps you're going to do.
1: I'd say that any one of us that was a teenager in our 90s our probably our very first introduction to invoking the directions was from the craft. Mm-hmm. Because, like, everything that you're talking about was very much in that movie when the four of them were together. We yes, found
0: yes. our fourth! Yay! Yeah. Four is a really important number.
1: Uh, so, what about how witches invoke the elements, speaking of witches in the craft? Um, there's some similarities to what you just described, but also some differences. The protection piece of the elements is really important because... When witches cast a circle or create a sacred space, we ward it, W-A-R-D, ward. That means we invoke protective energies in order to hold the space stable and to ward off unwanted entities. And that might be attracted to what we've created because the dark
0: loves the light. That's right. So that's a really, really important piece if you're coming at this from the perspective of doing this as a witch and what this called is, is calling the quarters. So the quarters refer, of course, to the four cardinal directions. And each direction represents one of the four elements that to be invoked. So I've kind of covered that already. Um, but there's a couple of things that I found that I wanted to share some witchy perspective or sp- rather sp- specifics from a witch named Renée Damoiselle. And she talks about Six directions in this tradition. And so I just want to share a couple of things that were kind of particularly important from the perspective of doing this, um, calling the quarters and creating this this witchy circle um, um, that uh, she says are really important. So for the East, which relates to air, she said that when we invoke here, it's in our working. Uh, this will help to bring about our personal understanding of the work at hand. And it will open the door for us to receive the teaching of ritual because magic first and foremost changes the practitioner. I think that's very true. So then we come to the South and fire. So fire consumes lights, heats, and cooks, and it represents the passion and drive and determination that gets you to your goals. So whatever you're working or spell, you want these energies to be present in order to complete the necessary transformation. So you're calling in that fire energy so that the transformation through the spell of whatever you're creating that actually, you know, alchemizes and moves all the way through in terms of what you're wanting it to do. Then we have the West and water. So the power of water not only brings an unstoppable force, which is our unconscious to the working of what we're doing, but also allows the practitioner to be malleable enough to accept the changes to come without losing herself. And then we have the North and Earth, which represent safety and security. This is stability and things taking shape. Uh, Think diamonds. The idea of a spell or magical working for the most part is to bring something out of nothing. Um, so think of the earth element as the Higgs boson of the craft. It gives no matter, sorry, it gives matter to your intent. And then these, so we've done here, we've got the four different, uh, directions, the invocation, and then there's two more that she describes being important when you're casting the circle. So the fifth one would be a calling in spirit. And so here within our circle or magical working, we invoke or call upon spirit. And in this way, we're asking for the cooperation of spirit in what we're doing. So we might be working here with a particular deity um, that is appropriate to our desired outcome or simply the universe, but we are creating and creation is the realm of the divine. And so we allow ourselves to be in the company of our other creators, and this improves our personal power and will for success. I really like that. Mm -hmm. And then the final one, which she says actually is often missing and I think this is actually really important. Having you know, read she had a much more detailed description, but I'll just give something short here. Um, but you'll get the general idea. She says that the sixth direction to bring in is the void, and it's that dark, formless void that is the necessary starting point because it represents pure potentiality. So, in the void, anything is possible, and you have to acknowledge the void because it's out of the void that your magic is going to really. Come to life, yeah. Yeah, So I think that that's I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I think that that's really, um, really interesting. And I'm going to include this article in the show notes. Uh, I think some of our listeners might be interested. And she also includes some of the, um, you know, the sacred symbol symbols and uh, other pieces. Which you, if you're you know interested in learning how to invoke the directions in this way, there's more information that can help you craft. um, Yeah, your perfect invocation.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that people are going to have some questions after this and they're going to want to read all about that. Listen to the frog
0: in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just want to finish and share a few tips. So one thing that you may choose to also do um, when you're creating your ritual and your circle is to actually have physical uh, things that remind you of these directions Um, so maybe things from nature or maybe their particular crystals uh, pictures or any of those things and that can be a really powerful um, marker so if you're creating your circle making sure you know actually you know where true north is and south and the directions and putting those different objects there uh, that can be really helpful to anchor your circle Um, and you know I've given a a direction, like we starting with north, but you may find in other readings you do or your own tradition that you do it differently. And that's totally okay. So there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's all about intention. So if your intention is good and you're positive, then you can't fuck it up. Really? It's you, you just can't. So um allow yourself to just play with it and um, try things out. At the beginning, I often had to write down my invocations because I couldn't remember all of the different things. So just have it on on a piece of paper. It's It, it still counts. It doesn't have to come from memory for it to to count. No, and
1: we live in the era of writing down your intentions, you know, on pieces of paper and tucking it into your bed or into a house plant. So this is no different if you have to write down an indication. Exactly.
0: And even if you're facilitating it within a group, it's okay to read something. It really is. So if that's going to help you be more present with what's happening, go for it. And then the final thing I just want to say is that for me and for some of the people that, you know, I've learned from have really stressed the importance of also releasing uh, when the ritual is complete. So if we're calling in certain energies, if we're calling in certain guides or guardians or whatever that is, when the ritual is complete, you want to let them go. So you you just express that. So the ritual is now complete. We think, you know, the elements, um, the directions for their presence, and um, they're free to leave or whatever that is. I think that's kind of part of good energetic hygiene and good ritual mm-hmm. hygiene. If you call yeah. something in, don't just leave it there. <laughs> to be stuck, let it go and, and then offer appropriate thanks for whatever they contributed to, to your creation.
1: Amen, sister. Anyways, that has been Invoking the Directions. Next time on the Radical Sex Witches, oh God, I can't wait for this. Yay old medieval sex guide, which like, you know, the shit that Carla finds. If you listen to Contraception Through the Ages, I can't fucking wait to hear about this one. As
0: always, I'm little Leah. And I'm Carla. We're the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. Hello, witchy listener it's carla here if you're feeling disconnected from pleasure and unfulfilled in life reach out to me and let's connect on a free call i love helping women like you shift to owning your sexual power reconnecting to your body and finding your unique radical sex witch within go to carla or find my contact info in the show notes let's co-create a life for you that is truly turned on